Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Only at your nearest Banana Republic factory store. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. It is game week. We have Razorback tickets to give away coming up here in just a bit. Kevin Kelly is with us. We'll introduce him formally in a moment. Joe Klein hanging over. Uh, he can stay as long as he likes because he brought chicken sandwiches, and it's his anniversary. And it's my anniversary. You should probably go home and start sucking up to Mama I'm ASAP. Take Dana chicken sandwich. What are you gonna do for her tonight? Oh man! <laughs> I said for her. <laughs> Joe again, all oh, man. <laughs> Golly! All right, let's move on. Hey, he's like, I'm gonna go buy a present as soon as I get out of here. Thanks for asking. She's gonna, she's gonna tell me what, where we're going, what we're doing, and. You're going to say yes, ma'am. Good ma'am. When do you want to go? Uh, Zach Williams talked about coming back home this week earlier in the show. Here he is on Western Carolina. We were telling you earlier, they've got a ton of size, some enormous mountains of men, and according to Kerwin Bell, guys with some NFL potential up front. Here's Zach on what he'll be facing. Yeah, the O-linemen, they're they're pretty big. It's... uh... I know they like to do a lot of stretch, so we need to work on that. You know, they're all talented. No matter who you go against this D1 football, they're all going to be big, talented, strong. So you just have to put as much effort into it as you would with Alabama or LSU or some other team like that. Last year, Arkansas opened and had a lot of fun. Wes, you remember that first game of the year last year? No. (laughs) (laughs) It was Cincinnati. Oh, yeah, 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 that was was fun. Ended up being a really close game. 27-24. I remember uh, distinctly because that was the game where one casino had it at like 6.5 and and another had it at 7.5. Anyway, luckily I was on the Oakland side and won my bet, but some people felt like a half point short. It was a tight game throughout, you remember. Arkansas had a lot of those games. Wasn't there a point in that game where we were up by like two touchdowns and then it ended up being pretty close to the end? Yeah, that was the theme early on. They uh, lost leads at the beginning of the season. Well, you think about... What happened with uh, with Liberty? I mean, Arkansas was it was a close game. They almost lost that game. Oh, they did. Oh, they did. Yeah. Oh crap. Well, that's bad news. Uh, and there was Missouri State, which mm. Arkansas was struggling with Bobby Petrino's bunch for a good portion of that game. And Missouri State ended up not being a great team. It turned out, but uh, they definitely gave Arkansas all they wanted. Here's KJ on how to avoid that kind of thing against this year's FCS opponent? I mean, just coming out, I mean, just starting fast. I mean, that's the main thing, is starting fast, getting out, uh, jump on them early, kill their hope early. I mean, don't don't kill uh, all that momentum. Try not to let them gain momentum or build confidence and knowing that they can play around with us or be in the game. So try to kill the hope early, jump on them quick. And uh, when I say, when we say focus on ourselves, I mean, the main thing, doing a little details right, uh, lining up, executing the plays, understanding what's going on, understanding down and distance, different intangible that's within the game that we got to be able to focus on and worry about us. So that's what we, that's what we mean when we say we got to focus on Arkansas football. Absolutely. And um, Western Carolina will be focused on Arkansas football too and trying to find a way to score, which moving the ball wasn't really their issue last year. Stopping people and holding on to the ball was their big issue. Here is Kerwin Bell, their head coach, former Florida star, on Arkansas, courtesy of our friends at Out of Bounds. Well, I think they've done a great job up front on defense, uh, bringing in some defensive linemen that's added a lot of depth for them. And I know in that SEC, man, you gotta you better be good up front, right? And so I think they've done a really good job of making improvements there, getting depth. Uh, you're going to have to have that to, to win in that, in that conference throughout the season. Uh, and then, listen, if you've got a quarterback like KJ, uh, man, he is talented, big, athletic, can do everything. Uh, and you've got a kid like Rocket. You know, Rocket, Wayne Younger is the head coach for Rocket down in Florida. So I've known 
I remember back when Rocket was coming out and, and Wayne was so upset because some of the Florida schools weren't really high on him, you know? And um, and I know Wayne was sort of upset, like, this guy's going to be special. And sure enough, he's, you know, he's the best in the SEC. And he's 240 pounds. So, key for us, you know, they are so good and with those two guys, maybe t- best two combo in the, in the country. Arkansas should look, you know, with the new D-line and, and now with the special quarterback. you got a chance, man. I believe you got to have that combination. you got to have a guy that can go win games for you at the quarterback position. And you have that. So this is going to be a, a good football team, I think, throughout the whole season. And, and even in the SEC, as tough as it is, I think they're going to have a, a really good year. We'll see. That is Kerwin Bell, and that is the Red-White Report. Game is at noon, in case you didn't hear. And uh, our pregame starts at 8 a.m. with the Hogwild pregame show with David Basil and Trey Schaap. They'll be coming to you live from the Oakland Sports tailgate uh, near the corner of Fair Park in Markham. And we appreciate Oakland Sports and all our other great sponsors, Double B's, Mosquito Joe, First Trust Home Loans, and Bud Light. Also special thanks to Fence World, Arkansas Portable Toilets, Arkansas Tents and Tables, Hug and Hall, and the Ronald McDonald House will be out there volunteering and hanging out with us. So oh, fun. if you want to drop a few bucks in their uh, their deal, you can you can round up out of your own wallet into the Ronald McDonald House. How about that? Guilty pleasure last night. Yep. And I rounded up. Did you? Yes. Look at you. Yep. Proud of you. The uh, My wife and daughter were at the uh, musical, and I was, had dinner by myself. And I, I don't know. Maybe it was because we had it last week. I was just in the mood some, for some McDonald's French fries. So I went by McDonald's <laughs> and got some French fries and a double cheeseburger. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm in the mood for French fries, so I ate a double cheeseburger and French fries. Did you get a chocolate shake, though? I got, I got a peanut butter flurry. Okay. I, I mean, I went out last Buddy. night and cheated. I was well, wild. You. You I was crazy. You got to. Um, all right, Coach Kelly is here. Let me introduce him properly, and then we're going to talk to uh, him about the upcoming week. Also, I've got a trivia question for you to win some tickets to the game this Saturday. Kevin Kelly dominated high school football in Arkansas, winning nine state titles in 18 years at Pulaski Academy. He's now turning his attention to dominating the airwaves on the zone. He's brought to you by the Little Rock Athletic Club, who's currently building a state-of-the-art indoor pickleball facility. Little Rock Athletic Club. No contracts and save 30% off joining fees. All right, it is 11-13. Coach, welcome. Game week. How are you? I'm jacked. You are. You're jacked I'm up. I'm jacked about football. I okay. mean, freaking here. We've been talking about it. We went through the dead part of summer. Football's here. Come You're ready to football. sweep a leg. Let's go. Ready to do something. All right, what game are you most excited about this week? Uh, I mean, you know, I want to watch Arkansas, of course, but the Colorado TCU game. Okay. Mm. I'm, I'm just, you know, TCU what coming off think? last year, that great run, but losing a bunch, of, losing their their stud. You know, right. that quarterback was the key to everything. Lost a running back, lost receiver, but the Dion thing, and I like that Vegas came out and predicted uh, TCU by 20. Mm-hmm. So I just want to see what happens if, if they do lose big in Dion's first game and how he reacts because. You know, Joe and I were talking off the air. He ran off everybody, brought mm-hmm. in his own guys. So right. he can't say those aren't my guys. Those mm-hmm. are his guys. So anxious to see how that plays out. You can play the we played against a team that was in the playoff last year card, I suppose. Yeah. You can, but you look and half that team's not there anymore. That's Sonny, true. D- Sonny Dykes, I mean, their main guys, their two best receivers are gone. Their running back's gone. Their quarterback's gone. And Sonny Dykes is a good football coach, though. Really good football coach. Hmm. So, do you like TCU to take care of their business? I don't know if I do, but I hope they take care of their business. <laughs> yeah, I think there is a there are definitely people because he is so cocky, confident, and out there. There are people rooting against Colorado. Which look, I think Colorado, with all due respect to Dion and the history, and I like the Buffalo, and they've won a national title, but that is not an easy gig. I, you know, it's not an easy gig. He stepped into a tough spot. There's no question. And uh, but Are you surprised he, he took that. No, no. He's been wanting a Power 5 job. That's why he took, got back in. That's when, and, and then with his, you know, they had a bunch of five stars where he was at, you know, in the FCS. I mean, they were going to win with, with talent there. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I thought it was weird the way the last game ended. You know, they were they were in it, and they, they got killed pretty much. 
and had no business getting killed in that game with the talent they have and stuff like that. Now, I'll be honest, I'm slightly biased against Dion. I don't think he's a bad guy, but I've coached one in the, in, in the All-Star game in Orlando, the Under Armour game, where he was the head coach, and so I was in all the meetings and, and after game and stuff like that. And, and I don't think he's a bad guy. I'm just not a fan. He rubs people all. the wrong way. Yeah, I, I've yeah. always liked Dion. I've always respected Dion, but... Some of the stuff he's done since he's gotten to Colorado, especially, has rubbed me the wrong way too. And I've always been a fan of his. Yeah, and I'm I've did a TV appear I've done a TV appearance with him and got to talk to him off the air. And I've done and I've never been never just never been a fan. Okay, you know, spent a week with him and never been a fan. I think there will be a lot of people rooting mm-hmm. against Colorado because of his presence, and there will be a lot of people who are big Dion fans will be rooting for him. Oh, too. for sure, for yeah. sure. And and I've got some I've I've got a couple kids that played for me that that are at Colorado, not playing, but just you know at the university, and they're all excited. So I mean. Everybody there is bought into the hype and stuff like that, but but uh, I hope it's a I hope it's overhyped. I mean, Arkansas had a guy transfer to Colorado, right, Christian? One or two guys? Yeah, Miles Slusher, right? Slusher, yeah. oh, that's right. Did he go there. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Well, that's a good get for him. Well, we'll see. Uh, what do you think about LSU Florida State? I think I, I think LSU starts the season off hopefully showing what they can do. Uh, just because they're in the SEC, I always want them to win. Right. So but. then if Arkansas beats them, that looks that much better. Florida State's supposed to be really good this year. Uh, I'm not a big Norvell fan. Never have been. Almost got in a fight with him one time. So. Okay. There you go. <laughs> so, well, oh, you're going to have to follow up with that. That's a long time ago. He was coaching at Tulsa under Gus. We, took, we went team camp up there. And they wanted us to go out there and warm up for an hour before team camp. And we don't warm up for an hour before a real game. We're certainly not going to do it for a team camp. He gets on me. Gets in my face. Why would he care about how long your team warmed up? He was young and trying to figure, you know, I mean, he was trying to show some power as a college receivers coach or whatever over a bunch of high school coaches. And there were some big-time high schools there, and we were up there, and and he uh, he he was he was frustrated because we didn't get up at the at the morning bell when they rang up. I thought our guys were going to sleep in an extra forty-five minutes because we don't need an hour to get ready. And he jumped my butt pretty hard without even asking any questions. I mean, it was just like, hey. What the heck do you think you're doing? Not getting up and getting out on the field an hour before time like everybody else. I'm like, well, number one, we didn't. Nobody told us we had to. And number two, we don't warm up an hour. We warm up like 15 minutes. I think you're gonna get tired. It's hot out here. You know, it's July. <laughs> and he didn't like that. And we kind of got face to face a little bit. And you know, and no, you know how you do the nose to nose thing? No, I don't. <laughs> You've never done the nose to nose. Coach, one like, of you. I've only got mad at three guys that are one. my height in my entire life. So no, it's not very yeah, common for nose me. Nose to chest. So I, I, I can't say nose that. the knee and Joe's I nose. Won't say, I won't say that determines who he is as a person. It right. doesn't. He was young then. Yeah, he's but I do, a long I do time say ago. in the back of my mind, I've not, I've not completely forgotten that. Let me say this, and this, this just occurred to me in thinking about that particular game. The SEC quarterback crop might be as weak as we've ever seen it, as far as the depth goes. But, I mean, maybe that's a bit of an exaggeration. Maybe Spencer Rattler lives up to the original hype we saw from him. Right. You know, maybe this guy, maybe the guy from Alabama or Georgia rises and they're like a Heisman candidate by the time the end of the season's over. And we know about KJ, obviously, and and Daniels. So the question becomes nationally, though, or not really a question, a statement. Nationally, it's a pretty good quarterback group. I mean, you got, I'm just thinking about Florida State. I'm thinking about Cam Rising if he's healthy. Mm. Obviously, you got the defending Heisman Trophy winner out of USC. Nationally, you got a lot of good guys playing quarterback. Yeah, and I think that's uh, that always leads into the season and brings even a little bit more hype. Because what do we always talk about? We're talking about quarter- they're talking about quarterbacks in the NFL right now that are rookies. They're talking about C.J. Stroud, and they're talking about you know the, the guy, the, the Bama kid that went to Carolina. Right. That's the hype. Everybody, because because nowadays with the passing offenses, the the teams go as the quarterbacks go. That's just it. Unless you're Bama, who's got an overwhelming defense all the time, or every once in a while Oklahoma that used to have one. Now they don't really seem to have one anymore. But uh, that's that's where the hype goes and stuff. But I love the SEC quarterback. It's going to be fun to watch the guys this year. You know, there's been times in the past when I haven't wanted to. But think about Tennessee. With their offense, I don't care who they play at quarterback. I want to watch him and see how, right. he, see how he functions. Is 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 it a product of the system, like like we saw last year, possibly? Or when you replace a guy, is it is is, is does the offense morph into his way? Or does he fail and you see it is the quarterback and mm-hmm. not the system? Let me ask you that, because I've had that debate before, and I think it was maybe Coach Conk we debated this one time, and he kind of shot me down. He doesn't believe in that. I mean, he says, basically, you recruit guys that fit your system. Do you think you can plug... I mean, we just saw PA plug a safety in a quarterback and do just fine last week against Robinson. Do you think you can plug just about any reasonably good athlete into the quarterback role and find a way to make it work and what you've done? I think you can take some some coaches, a very small number, that can plug anybody in. Not anybody, but they'll they'll coach the kid up, pick, look for character and qualities. 
they can a few of them can plug anybody in and make it work. Now that doesn't mean that anybody could do it by any by any figment of the imagination. As a matter of fact, I mean at PA in the last 15 years I was head coaching, nobody ever threw for under 4,000 yards. That's a little bit of a product of the system, but a good coach finds out what is this kid's strength. They've all got different strengths. Maybe his is the short passing game with moving targets. Maybe he can only throw to stationary targets. Maybe it's the intermediate passing game for that kid. Doesn't have touch on a long ball. You find that and you morph your offense around him if you're a good one. Some people plug him into their system and they do okay, but not as well as they could if somebody else was there because they're willing to change their passing game a little bit around them. And not everybody's willing to do that. Some guys, like the old run-and-shoot guys, you plugged a guy in and you did not change what you did based on him at all. You mm-hmm. just hope you recruited well. And uh, I think the ones that do adapt it a little bit, maybe not even possible to see from the naked eye, from the normal fan's perspective, but coaches can see the difference. And some guys will not change. And some guys, I think the 10% that do are the ones that can plug a guy in and make it work. And I'm anxious to see if Tennessee can do something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk more about uh, the games this weekend, and maybe give me a list of your top quarterbacks after this weekend. Okay, in I'll the do country. that. By the way, on the last note, thinking about that, I hate to I hate to bring up Bobby Petrino, but why? Well, Bobby Petrino's a guy that plugged in a guy and morphed his system. Look at Lamar Jackson. Look at what he did with yeah. you know uh, with different quarterbacks. Great point. He's a guy that does tweak it. But it's still his offense. You know, I mean, you still recognize coaches would look, don't even know who's playing, and go, that's a Bobby Petrino offense. Yeah, could you have different guys, I mean, more different guys than a Mallet or a Wilson versus Lamar Jackson? Yeah, and, and mean, he made and, them all And work. they all thrived. Yeah, yeah, they all thrived. And yeah. even Mallet and Wilson were way different. Well, he did a hell of a job with his quarterback, you know, at, at, that he had at uh, Missouri State, too. So. Yeah, he did, and he did a great job when he was at Louisville with several of his quarterbacks yep. the first time through. Yep. I mean, he, you know, some guys are good at that. <clears throat> All right, six six one one zero three seven. If you want to win some tickets to the game this week, and we'll give away a pair for now, and then we can do some during birthday too. All right, so this is a historic date in baseball history. And again, there's baseball has gone on so long. There's always something, right? Historically, we're giving away two, two, tickets, two tickets, one pair, now. one pair. In nineteen sixty six, on this day, Pete Rose hit home runs on both sides of the plate to lead Cincinnati to a six four victory over St. Louis. Don't know if he wagered on the game. Uh, in twenty twenty, for the first time in major league history, all three starting outfielders from this team hit two home runs in the same game. Pittsburgh Pirates. No, coach, the callers are gonna guess. Royals. Oh. No. Rangers. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I started something. That's cool. Jacob gave up. If you want to guess, six six one one zero three seven. On this date, for the first time in Major League history, all three starting outfielders homered twice, twice. in the same game. You want some what was the date? Uh, did didn't say. Did I say the year? Okay. Yeah. Twenty twenty. Oh, it wasn't Pittsburgh. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Pittsburgh hasn't hit two home runs in the same game. Period. Uh, since like twenty seventeen. So Yankees. Will you quit, Tony? <laughs> Red Sox. Mariners. You guys are gonna piss me off, Tony. What's up? Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Braves. Braves incorrect. Good guess though. Uh six six one one oh three seven Matthew. You say mine was- hey Matthew. Yes. Hey, what's up guys? Hey. Uh, it was the Cubs. It was the Cubs, Matthew. Oh. Of course, we should have known. Yes, that makes all let you guys down. idiots. Emotional letdown. It's the first time it ever happened. It's pretty amazing. Blah, 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 Can you name me one of the outfielders? Blah, 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 Did they win the game? Blah, blah. Yeah, they won ten to one. Uh, what year was it? Ian, Ian Happ, right? Schwarber, right? And Jason Hayward. Yep, Dang, that's right. Yeah, very good. Wow, yeah, that's Matthew's good. Matthew's got him a pair of tickets. Another Cubs fan. I'm glad I know that. I'll give you know. Let's give away one more pair. Let's give away one more pair. If you guys blurt, I'm going to eject you all from the studio. Six six one one zero three seven. If you want to win another pair, so I already got my chicken sandwich. I don't care if you leave. I'm or not go going now. to because your arms are so big they scare me. If you leave or stay, it doesn't matter. Now, Joe, you already done your part. You made made a couple cute comments and you brought us chicken. Eleven twenty four. Let's do it. Six six one one zero three seven. Another question here. Um, this major league Hall of Famer made his debut on this day. And I'm not going to tell you the year. He made his Major League debut, but I am going to tell you the team he played against. He made his Major League debut. By the way, he went in as a Hall of Famer at a 98% approval rate. So that is one of the, got to be the best of all time. Or among, I don't know how many 100%ers there have been, not many. Um, but he did it against the New York Highlanders. There's your clue. No, Coach. Um, let me get uh, Brad in here. Brad, what is the, uh, who's the Hall of Famer that made his Major League b- debut today? Against the New York Highlanders. I, I don't know. 
I'm sorry. Oh, yes. Like, <laughs> guess. Sorry. Old okay. player. Made his debut That's today. okay. Six six one one zero three seven. Maybe Mike's he's hanging on. Mike, are you still there? Hey, what's up, Justin? You want to guess the uh, trivia question? No, I'm not. I'm not even... Okay, hang on then. Um, <clears throat> welcome to the zone. What's your name? John. John. Who am John. I looking for? Big bad John. Uh, welcome to the zone. What's your name? John, turn your radio down. Turn your radio up, please. John. I like hearing myself. Hey, is it Ty Cobb? It is Ty Cobb. 1905. Thank you very much. Hang on the line there. Ty Cobb, 5-3 victory for the Tigers over the New York Highlanders. got to say, I've never heard of the New York Highlanders no. before. No. I had not either. Did you guess Ty Cobb? No. Joe and I were guessing back and forth. I thought Babe Ruth. That's I, had a, I, I, had a, I had a Mickey Mantle possibility. Those are all good. But they wouldn't be the Highlanders Maybe it, started again. Well, you don't know how many teams there were in New York then. Not when Mickey Mantle started. That was. Oh, yes, Mickey Mantle. I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about Babe Ruth. I didn't think so. I said Sandy Koufax. I didn't think that was old. 1905, Ty Cobb, debut, and 98% of the uh, vote in 1936. So there were... Two percent morons. Well, the two percent people that probably had met, had met him for the yeah, ones that didn't vote for him because apparently he was an a hole. But the two people that he beat the crap out of, yeah, you know, they're not in a drunken stupor. Probably so yeah, we're not voting for. Him. Didn't Ty Cobb um, wasn't he involved in the the scandal? He was the the Black Sox scandal was in him. No, I don't even know. No, he no, played for the Tigers. No. Oh, I thought there was. Uh, didn't he have some kind of? Well, he was sorted history. Notorious a hole. Yes. Guy. He was, a he was a jerk, but yeah. that's not that was it. Nothing illegal. Yeah, it's not a, illegal to be an a hole. I'm ra- sure of it. They said he was <clears throat> racist. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, not not to condone it, but I'm guessing in 1905, a lot of the ball players yeah, in the right. uh, leagues but were. I'm, I'm just saying. 98 percent, though, that's pretty good. I would like to see what the highest. highest Mariano Rivera, the only one. 100 percent. Okay, well, that is a no-brainer. Wow. Okay. Good. According to Paul in Lake Village, I'm quite sure Paul in Lake Village is accurate. I, I think so too. All right. He <clears> also. <throat> Uh, had spiked cleats and he would slide into home with his uh, cleats. Cleats up, baby. Yeah. Listen, I think a lot that of would get that. out the way. That would move. Um, be. That would did Juan win? By the way, that what? Would go did Juan two win? Of yes. <laughs> Sorry. Wouldn't you say, Coach? Maybe they, just me. That would go go under the definition of a hole. They showed a uh, on Twitter the other day a guy going into second base to break up a double play, and he just put his shoulder down and tackled the shortstop, <laughs> and the shortstop just hopped up, held on the ball. What he level throw it. was this? This is like last year uh, I in mean, the seventies. Yeah, oh, wow. Last yeah. year in the seventies. No, in the seventies, <laughs> and the shortstop just hops up like no big deal, nothing happened. Just got tackled. That's a good old days. Yeah, they knew it was take the guy. Out. I mean, that was take their job. Out. It was take him yeah. out if he's trying to turn a double play. Michael Felder coming up after the break. Sorry, Navy Mike, we uh, had to get our trivia answer. What's going on? Hey, Justin. Hey, uh, uh, Wes. Yes. What's up, Coach? You know, uh, as far as K.J. Jefferson, you know, and you were talking about his numbers, what what he could, you know, potentially do this year. To me, uh, you know, his number is going to drop as far as passing significantly for for one of for two reasons. And the lesser of the two reasons is going to be obviously because you know he's there's unproven wide receivers, uh, unproven tight ends, and everybody wants to loud how highly touted these tight ends are. They haven't done anything on the field yet. But the most significant reason for that is going to be because the the offensive line isn't going to be able to keep him clean enough to make good throws out of the pocket. Um, You know, because uh, you you, you don't lose your best offensive lineman to the NFL draft in Ricky Stromberg and say that your offensive line is better than last year. I mean, that's that's just common sense, you know? I mean, me you're not better. You're not. You're, you're not better as, as an O line with when you lose your best player. Nobody's saying they are. You know. Well, you can be better oh, as. Well, a, well, no, well, wait well, a minute. Please, can you please, Navy Mike? You can lose one player off of a unit and still have a better unit the next year, right? No. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You're the only one that thinks that way. You're the only person on earth that believes that. Well, anyways, that's all I got, and y'all think. Yeah, that. well, that was a dumb take. Also, try last again. year's wide receivers and tight ends were also unproven, and KJ had a pretty good season. Hazelwood, Landers. Yep. Yeah, they were unproven. He threw for twenty six hundred yards, twenty six forty eight. Significantly less, according to Navy Two. Mike. I wanted to ask, what is that? Two thousand. He thinks he's going to throw for significantly less. Yeah, that's, that's what he said. That's dumb. He's not throwing. I wasn't for listening for the first I half of the call. Said less than last year. My, my ears didn't perk um, up until he said the last no, dumb thing. Did you say he's go three thousand? I think he said less than three thousand. Way through less, he, for th- less than three thousand last no, year. No, but that doesn't mean he's going to throw for less than last year. He, he missed, could throw for twenty nine hundred this year, and he's throwing for less than three thousand, but more than last year. I think he'll throw for three thousand. 
If he stays healthy, he does. Stays up. Everything about this team's offensive line. Yeah. That's. I mean, but again, what they they got their interior is dynamic, isn't it? The guard, the guard, and the two guards. Limmer and Latham. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I mean, and you got a Florida transfer who's played. Wrong. They did play a lot last year. He played a couple years ago. Yep. Significant snaps. There's I mean, also nobody saying it's like, oh, this <clears throat> offensive line is way better than last year. I don't I've think that's been mentioned one time. No, but that's all, the biggest concern. But again, I don't it's know. Concern, yeah. The receiving mm-hmm. cores lost lost their best receiver from last year too. That doesn't mean the unit can't be better than last year, does no, it? No, but if you can no. run the ball and you can pass protect a little bit, the receiving core is going to be fine. Now, if you want to tell me that <laughs> Rocket Sanders isn't here next year and the running back room is not quite that? as good, I'll listen to that. I mean, you protect your your guy if you have time to throw and you can run the ball and they they can't they got to respect the run. If you're passing, your receivers are going to get open. Any quarterback in college football right now, if their line protects yeah. them and gives them four seconds mm-hmm. and you can run the ball too, yeah, yeah any yeah. anybody I mean, that's in that level will be able to. Receivers are going to look really good. They can throw. Yeah. But the big question is, can they do it? Yeah. Are you going over under three thousand yards? Oh. Over because they'll be behind. Are you going over under 600? Whoa, I'll let that go. Okay. Over under 600 <laughs> rushing yards for KJ Jefferson. Under. I think so too. That's the number at Oakland. I think that's a good bet. Uh, and I think that's I think that's good for Arkansas and KJ if it is under. Concur. Uh, Joe, thank you for coming thank in. You guys. Joe, this is a dedication from uh, Casey Kasem, Christian Weaver, to you and Dana on your anniversary. Casey Kasem. This song is called Christian Anniversary. Anniversary. Donny, Donny, Donny. Yeah, they done it again, Joe. And so did you. Oh, yeah. Now you go on over there and you play this for Dana. Get a little slow dance going in the kitchen. Listen, here's what I do with my wife, Dana, on our anniversary. I walk in and say, I got good news and bad news. All right, good news and bad news, honey. The bad news I'm, is... You're still news, married to me. Bad news, I'm here. The good news is every other person at your age would want this gift as their anniversary present. The bad news is it's me. <laughs> and you got me 365, baby. She loves it. You're an idiot. She right. loves it. Listen. Time to go. <laughs> That's why I... You know, See if that works for you tonight. I just yeah. realized why you don't like Dion. You guys have so much in common. <laughs> you cocky suckers. Come I'll get some what. barbecue for the game and Labor Day, man. We're cooking. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Joe. Even uh, Navy Mike, you're welcome to eat Corey's barbecue. It might smarten you up a little bit. Go over there and sit. Why? Be nice. You're nice to everybody. You're friendly to Tiger Bait. You get, you get no... You're no bar. You don't set the bar, pal. That's nice. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate that. Sorry, Coach Kelly. I guess you don't get a sandwich. Joe's, Joe's giving them away. Uh, last holiday weekend, the summer's coming up. You know that. It's almost here. Labor Day weekend. Pool party, Razorback game, wherever you're doing. Get out there and have a good time. But certainly there'll be, Wes, you think there'll be some alcohol consumed on the, on the uh, golf course this weekend? A lot. Can I still call it a golf course? On the big open field next to War Memorial Stadium? Yes. I imagine so, too. Here's the thing. You want to drive there, that's fine. You want to drive home, eh, maybe think twice. It's illegal to drive with a blood alcohol level of .08, which most people know, except for that teacher we had in, from Oklahoma last week. She didn't know what .24 meant. It's like, uh, well, it means you're wasted. <clears throat> so sorry. Uh, anyway, you're going to lose your license, go to jail, court costs, attorney's fees, all those things. Look, I know some attorneys. They're all making plenty of money. They don't need your drunk driving fees, okay? So make sure you uh, keep it in check, folks. Keep it in check. Be smart. Plan ahead. And uh, be safe and have a good time this holiday weekend. That's a message from our friends at the Arkansas Highway Safety Office. It's 11.34. We're going to talk to Michael Felder on the other side. Oh, yeah. That is uh, some baby, some uh, slow dancing music right there. For the rest of your day. Join Morning Mayhem Thursday, broadcasting live from Fletcher, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Sherwood on your fun and game station, 103.7 The Buzz. Center. Arkansas basketball's non-conference schedule is essentially complete for the upcoming season as they added Furman for a December 4th matchup. Furman made the NCAA tournament last year and beat Virginia 68-67 in a 4-13 seed game. Furman did lose their best player, Jalen Slauson, to the NBA as he was picked 54th overall by the Kings. Arkansas basketball's season opener is on November 6th against Alcorn State. 
And in the NFL, Tuesday was cut day. Some former Arkansas Razorbacks were among the names cut. Safety Latavius Breeny was cut by the Jaguars. Wide receiver Matt Landers was cut by the Seahawks. Linebacker Dijon Harris was cut by the Commanders. And wide receiver Jaden Hazelwood was cut by the Eagles. Several of them are expected to be brought back to their team on the practice squad. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Rock out with the only American-style sushi experience founded on great food and rock and roll. Rock and roll sushi. Deliciously twisted flavors and rock and roll vibe that'll blow your mind. Check out our punk rock roll with shrimp tempura, spicy tuna, cream cheese, and seared tuna. Strawberry, avocado, jalapeno, cucumber topping, and more. Rock and roll sushi for lunch or dinner. Rockandrollsushi.com. With four locations to choose from in Benton, Conway, and two in Little Rock. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See shelter agent Steve Ferguson in Little Rock, Todd Session in Moralton, or Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff. Justin Anchor reminding you that if you want the job done right, then don't stress. Just go with the best. CertaPro Painters is your go-to painting company. You can get your free estimate scheduled at CertaPro.com. That's Certa with a C. Each CertaPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. People who are going to be responsible and people who are going to be accountable to you and your family to make sure your project gets done right. So if you've been thinking about sprucing up your home or business for the fall season that is almost upon us, you need to get CertaPro on the case. Use the company that I've used many times over over the years. It is CertaPro Painters. You'll be happy you did. This is a public service announcement for hard seltzer lovers. Neutral Vodka Seltzer has arrived. Made with simple ingredients like vodka, seltzer, and real juice. Neutral tastes good. Like, real good. So good that you'll never want to drink another artificial-tasting seltzer again. Neutral's light and refreshing taste will show you what a vodka seltzer can be. Try Neutral, the one with the umlaut. Copyright 2023 Neutral Distilled Spirit Specialty, Los Angeles, California. Enjoy responsibly. You're listening to The Zone with Justin Acre and Westmore in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network. It's beautiful, it's bittersweet, you like a broken old way. I take a shot of memories and black, I like an empty street. I fill my days with the way you walk and fill my nights with broken dreams. I make up loud inside my head like one day you'll come back to me now. It's 11.38 in the zone. Welcome back. Kevin Kelly's here. Joe Klein had to run along because uh, it's his anniversary day, and I'm guessing he forgot to get Dana a present, so he's off to go do that. Uh, maybe not. I could be wrong. You can't, like, bring home barbecue and be, like, happy anniversary, right, when you own a barbecue place? You can't do that, I assume. That's not how things work. He would never forget. Joe, I mean, we got to... Well, he didn't we forget. Gotta... He told us it was no, his anniversary yeah, day, he didn't so. forget the present. He's had that for months, Dana. I mean, don't let Justin... Months? Months. Don't let Justin make make it look like Joe was not looking forward to this anniversary. Seems for silly months. to buy a present for your anniversary months in advance, unless you just see something perfect. That's it. My wife's birthday is October 2nd. I'm buying her a present today. Joe doesn't seem like a big retail guy, so I don't think he probably just bumped into a gift that he likes. The reason he's not a retail guy, he bumps his head when he walks in the door. That's a good point. He probably tries to stay out as many buildings as he can. Yeah. Big O Tires right now has a good deal. $100 That's what she off. Needs. Big O Tire. Needs new tires. $100 off select set of tires. They got a great selection of tires, all the brand name tires, plus they have the Big O Tire. They also will work on your vehicle. They do maintenance. If you need your brakes fixed, you need alignment, you need an oil change, Big O Tires does a lot of work on your vehicle. Mechanics are on hand ready right now to put you back out on the road running as good as ever. Two locations in Conway. They're on Hark Rider and Cabot. It's Prospect Court right in front of Kroger. It's Big O Tires, the team we trust. All right, let's go to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Michael Felder standing by. It is the week, I guess it's week one. Last week was week zero. Michael, welcome. Football to talk about. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, man. I'm digging the Maroon 5, and just for the record, when I get my wife something, I, I'm in super in advance, and then I just hide it somewhere, and the only thing I have to do is put it in my notes so I remember where I hit it. Okay. 
Hmm. Well, you're a planner, though. That doesn't surprise me at all. You're very organized. Uh, Michael, we just got the line on the Arkansas-Western Carolina game. Wes, would you like to guess? I'd guess 35. And uh, Coach Kelly, would you like to guess? This gonna, is at Oaklawn. I'm going to guess 31. It is 34.5. 34.5. Yeah. The hmm. over-under is 57.5 at Oaklawn. Hmm. Forty. What did I say last? Yesterday I wanted to see forty-two ten. That'd be West 52. Carolina. West Carolina yeah. has fifteen returning starters. They yeah. actually think their offense is going to be decent this year. They were really oh, good last really year. Really good. Number seven in the FCS last year. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't put up a lot of points. They seemed to be like Arkansas. Moved it between the twenties. Yeah. But had a little trouble in the red zone. Well, I'm guessing Kerwin Bell didn't rely on the tight end sneak a lot. But you know that was an <laughs> Arkansas move on occasion. Wow. Um, good job. They look. They struggled. It was a frustrating year. Michael, that's an area Arkansas certainly needs to get better at. Um, KJ Jefferson could potentially rewrite the record book with a good year. Uh, you know, obviously Rocket and all those things. So we were talking about one of the over-unders on him is rushing yards, over-under 600, which is about what he had last year. I think we're all hopeful for his sake and the team's sake that he can go under that and they can uh, throw for some more yardage and hopefully Rocket has another big year. Uh, absolutely. I was about to say the same thing. I love the fact that he can run for 600, but, man, I I really would like for him to be closer to that 400 number and most of those the touchdowns and sneaks and just little things, not and then every now and then he breaks one, not something where he has to run. I totally agree with you guys on that one. Okay. Um, 34 and a half, what do you think? You like Arkansas to get it done? I don't know how much you know about Western Carolina. I'm guessing that's uh, not one of your highest priority covers. Not a high priority, but my uncle went to went to school there in Culver and so I got a couple friends that actually played there uh, back when I was, like, when we all came out of high school together. Um, yeah, I think that this is a matter of mentality, and I think that this is an Arkansas team that's pretty focused. So I think they can cover the number. Uh, to me, I'm very curious to see what – here's the thing. I think they cover. I wonder what the over-under looks like because – I know you said it. I'm saying, does, does that mean that they have some, some dumb mistakes and they still cover at a higher number? That's the part that's more interesting to me because if that defense comes up focused, then they, we're looking at just a, you know, a set of three like we saw with – Notre Dame and Navy, that looks way different than when you're looking at like a 17 or in USC's case a 28, even though they scored 56. Yeah, I want to see like 49-14 or something like that or 52-14 or something like that. I don't know. Um, All right, we were talking about quarterback play and I gave Coach the task to watch the games this week and then run through a list of QBs that he likes around the country. It is a very... I will say soft. Let's call it that way. Uh, quarterback class in the SEC. You got KJ and you got Daniels at uh, LSU, and then you know Spencer Rattler obviously has shown some flashes in his career. But naturally, you know, we were talking about the FSU LSU game. I mean, that's a premier quarterback matchup. In addition to two teams with playoff aspirations, nationally, I think uh, overall pretty good class. Don't you think? I mean, there's quite a few guys who will be under center in the next couple of years on playing on Sunday. Yeah, I do. I think, obviously, Caleb Williams is, is the, the high watermark for, for most people. Drake May is another one of those guys that people are excited about. Uh, Jaden Daniels is someone that people are hyped about. Um, and then, of course, your own K.J. Jefferson. I think he belongs in the conversation as well. We're also going to learn a lot. Alabama, no depth chart right now, so that means no starting quarterback, which means we're going to see what that looks like. Ohio State goes with McCord. We're going to see what that looks like. I I don't understand the hype around Graham Mertz at Florida um, unless he's a completely different player than he was at Wisconsin because I've seen I've, – I've taken the Graham Mertz experience. I've seen that ride, and it's, it is as up and down as it gets. I think the other one for me that is interesting is Spencer Rattler and how he bounces back. Joe Milton in the SEC is another name that people think might kind of, quote, unquote, come out of nowhere and be a national player. Uh, Quinn Ewers, too, um, mm-hmm. at Texas. That's another name that folks are – Pretty excited about. It. We know he was one of the highest rated recruits of all time. Yada 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 yada. Bo Nix at Oregon and Michael Penix, two guys that they really kind of proved that if you can get a clean slate, like these are the poster childs for uh, a guy needs a clean slate, and then he can go out there and perform. And by the way, I, I can't believe I left this guy. We already got a chance to watch him, and I think he's already uh, working to kind of change a little bit of what uh, Notre Dame does. And that's Sam Hartman. Mm. I love him at Wake Forest. Jeez. His ability to push. They threw the ball. Over 15, over 20 yards, they threw the ball six times. They never do. And they threw it to wide receivers. That's the thing they never did. Remember, Michael Mayer was their leading receiver uh, the last few seasons. And so it's going to be interesting to see how that shakes itself out. Yeah, he was impressive. That kind of changed my whole thought process. And again, I don't know if Navy's any good or not, but he was so efficient. Sure. I mean, Michael, almost throwing on air, those would have been good numbers. Well, here's, yeah, but here's the, this is the thing that I love. And, and listen, we can always go that caveat, well, it's Navy, well, it's Navy. Uh, 
Michigan, if Michigan played maybe in that same game, they're not throwing the ball down the field. They're going to, they're just going to run and run and run and run and run. And that's the part for me, especially in these first four games with Michigan. How do we know if JJ if McCarthy is any good? Specifically, playoff good. If in these first four games for Michigan, all we see him do is hand the ball off and throw the ball to tight end. That's something that for me just kind of stands out when it comes to like quarterback evaluations. Is I don't like there, there's, there's two things I don't care about. Which is, I don't care about what your screen pass uh, completion looks like, and I also don't care about what you do when it's garbage time. And then the third thing for me is the thing I do care about the most is what your coach lets you do. And that speaks volumes. And when they play ECU, UNLV, Bowling Green, and Rutgers, I want to see what they let them do because you don't get better at things unless you work at them in real games. How will they get better at throwing the ball to challenge a defense like Georgia, like LSU, like Alabama, like Ohio State, like Michigan? Like, like, they, they are Michigan. So how will they get better at challenging those defenses if they don't push the ball vertically down the field in, in games that we, they know that they could just run it every play in the Teams with high aspirations, uh, there's a lot of them actually that have new quarterbacks. You mentioned one that's a high-profile transfer, but you've got – uh, you know, again, new new era at Alabama, Georgia, and Clemson's another one. Michael, they got a yep. guy who's played a lot of football but hasn't started much. Just one game, I think. Um, yep. Of of the newbies, is there a guy that you you think stands out, or a guy you like maybe to carry his team? I, it's hard not to pick Kate Klubnik, uh just from the small, tiny sample size. But remember, with that same tiny sample size, we also thought DJ Uyunglele was yep. going to have a, have a big year. Oh, by the way, DJ Uyunglele is at an Oregon State team that I think is going to be remarkably explosive. So there's a lot to like uh, when it comes to this quarterback group, this group of guys that are going out there to play. <clears throat> Kate Kovnick, um, the, the, the answer for me, and this is something that nobody's talking about, they spend so much time talking about Kate, so much time praising that Clemson defense. Where are their wide receivers? I think that really puts a cap on how good he can be. They do not have a Sammy Watkins. They do not have a Mike Williams. They do not even have an Amari Rogers. They don't have... Uh, the, the, and Adam Humphrey. They don't have those dudes that they used to have. They used to have Pete Higgins was a thousand-yard receiver this past year in the NFL. I don't think they have a single guy that's a, that's a first two-day pick right now. And we're going to see what that looks like without all those pieces that were used to. I mean, they, this is a team that, um, what's his name? Um, uh, New Hopkins. Like they, they, they had dudes at wide receiver, and now it seems like they've kind of taken a step back. They've missed on some guys. They're quality players, but they're not high-quality players, and there's a huge gap between a quality player, which to me, that's a first-rounder, that's an early-day-two guy, and then a, qual- a quality player that's just, uh, he's a guy. He's a guy that you can run out there. He is a D1 player, but he's not a D1 difference maker, I guess is a better way to say it. Gotcha. Talking to Michael Felder on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, I haven't really specifically asked about Jordan Travis. I was really impressed with the way yeah. he plays. I like how he, he goes about his business uh, at Florida State. What do you think of him specifically, and then how do you like that matchup, or what do you see playing out with those two? I'm super excited for the matchup because somebody's going to make a they're going to take a big step forward, a bigger step than anybody else in the country could take, could take forward in week one. Yep. And they're the, they're the nightcap, they're the only game. I love Jordan Travis. Some folks will say Drake May, best quarterback in the ACC, like on paper, best NFL draft prospect. They're going to say Kate Clubbett looks like he could be the future of the ACC. A lot of folks like Riley Leonard at Duke as well, uh, but. For me, Jordan Travis is kind of the total package, especially because of what he's surrounded with. I know his team's going to play some pretty good defense. I know that they're going to go out there and they've got weapons on the edge. We just talked about it with um, with, with Kate Klubnik. They've got guys that are going to be good. Um, they, they've got a running back room that has some absolute hosses back there. So this is going to be really fun. And then on the flip side of this, I'm actually writing this up for the newsletter for tomorrow. But watching, I went back and watched a lot of Jaden Day. And the coolest thing to me, about him, it's not the running. It's the fact that LSU, and this is a testament to the coaching and to the player, but LSU, they run five-man routes. Now, Coach, you want to take this, or you want me to go ahead and do it? But, like, most teams can't run five-man routes. Most teams can't even run more than half-field reads. And this is a guy that can go all the way across the field and then come back to someone who should have been open to start, gets back, comes back to him, and then he comes open late and he can hit that guy. And I think that's a testament to, one, the offensive line, two, their running back room being able to, not guys like Emory being able to chip and then get out, and instead of having to match protect, and a quarterback that knows when to get rid of the football. And I agree. If you've got a running back that can do that, that can chip and get out, 
and, and is able to do both well. Like some yeah. guys cheat on the chip, get out too quick, don't really help. Their tackle's expecting it, and next thing you know, the quarterback's in trouble. But if you can do it, and that guy can get out, it causes your linebackers not to be able to drop in in deeper zones and help out with that intermediate pass, and it causes them to have to come up. and And uh, if you can do that, and again, like you said, the offensive line's key because it takes a little bit of time to have five guys in the route. What's the best game after that Florida State LSU game this weekend? Man, that, see, that's a tough question because there's games that I like that I'm sure other people do not give a hoot about. And then there's other, like, I think on paper, realistically, I think we have to slide in the, the, the Colorado and TCU game. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, we're going to learn a lot about TCU because we're going to find out how do, they, how do you replace these guys. Two, we're going to find out if Deion can coach. I know he's surrounded himself with some really good coaches, but we're going to find out when he's operating from a talent deficit, what this looks like. But is he operating from a talent deficit with all the transfers? But also, with TCU losing eight guys to the NFL, that's not normal in Fort Worth. So we'll see if they can rebound. I'll go here in Charlotte, man, the Dukes-Mayo kickoff classic. Um, UNC versus South Carolina. And realistically, this is a game where I think South Carolina's got an opportunity to pull off. So it's not a huge upset. They're only a two-and-a-half-point dog. But I, I think they got an opportunity to make a statement that, hey, we're not just going to give this thing to Georgia in the East. And it starts by beating you know, their cross-state rival and, Spencer Rattler coming out and bouncing back. I thought he played really well in the back half of the season last year. Got off to a slow start, but then he figured things out. So I think South Carolina, Spencer Rattler versus Drake May, which schools the real Carolina is kind of the campaign that they're running on. So it's going to be real interesting to see what how this shakes itself out. And look at look what South Carolina did to finish the season last year. I mean, they exactly. finished with wins over, we won't count Vanderbilt, but Tennessee, they beat them 63-38. Hmm. Clemson, they beat Clemson 31-30. to And then they lost to Notre Dame, a pretty good Notre Dame team uh, yep. in the bowl game, 45-38. So I think they come in kind of feeling good about mm-hmm. themselves in the year and with Spencer Adlerak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, so talk me into a game, Michael. You said you got a game we haven't been liking. Tell me a game I like that I should like. Okay, I am very, well, one, the Middle Tennessee and Alabama game because I just want to see how he handles this quarterback situation. So that's going to be on, like, screen three, just monitoring what this quarterback situation looks like. I'm sure everybody in the SEC is going to be monitoring because if, if there's a weakness for Alabama, everybody wants to write it down for sure. But the other one for me, West Virginia and Penn State, and this is a double win for me. And it's all around that same time. It's on NBC. Uh, the big thing for me, though, Penn State's number seven in the country in NBC. We spent so much time talking about what Ohio State was going to do at the quarterback spot. We already talked about Michigan and Paul Ball serving that suspension and, and what does that look like and what is he going to let J.J. McCarthy do. But we, have, we don't spend any time talking about Penn State. We don't spend any time talking about a team that's number seven in the country that has a very clear self-controlled path to get to the playoff. And they open with West Virginia in, in Beaver Stadium. West Virginia is not very good. Uh, the other flip side of that coin, West Virginia, they might have – they may have a vacancy on their hands. If, if, if the one, and it's not, listen, it's not, I never hope coaches fire. But when you look at what they've got to do early, where they go to Penn State, they host Pitt, a Pitt team that a lot of folks think are going to be sneaky good. Then they have to play TT, uh, Texas Tech, a team that a lot of folks think could be a top, a fringe top 25 team. And then they play TCU. This is a rough role for Nick. This, this is rough for, for Neil Brown. And they just haven't been able to be consistent and get things going. Early, so I'm gonna have kind of eyes glued on that yeah. one, probably the second period, just because I want, I want, like, I want Neil Brown to be successful. I really liked him uh, going in. I thought he was a good fit for that job, but now, man, they are, they got a tough road. Oh, by the way, Florida, Utah, that that was his number. Yeah, oh, yeah. I completely forgot about that game tomorrow. Um, I will say this: I have personal interest in NC State at UConn, not because I hate NC State. I don't. I like them, and I think that they've got a good coach in Dave Dorn. But one of my teammates from UNC. He was the strength and conditioning coach at Johnson C. Smith, which is an HBCU here in Charlotte. And then he got he got he's the, the he's the lead assistant strength coach at UConn. So I'm listen, I'm I'm kind of rooting for the Huskies all the way just to see my buddy his hard work pay off. He posted on Instagram all the time and I see that he's got these guys working at a level that that's where they need to be to compete. So I'm looking forward to that. Awesome. Michael, thank you, buddy. We'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Sounds good. You guys take it easy. All right, we'll take a break. Yeah. It is eleven fifty four. From 67167, it's Billy and Bubba, the Freeway Boys. Been a heck of a week. Nacho cheese truck turned over yesterday. Uh huh. Yeah. Chicken truck spilled today. Here he is. Billy, what you eat? Chicken nachos. 
trucks are spilling over with savings this month at Guatney Chevrolet. 2023 Silverado High Country, over 6,000 off. 2023 Silverado RST, over 9,000 off. Plus, 2,500 off on all 2023 Equinox in stock and rates as low as 1.9%. Coming from Little Rock? Avoid any construction by taking the Main Street exit in Jacksonville. Right on Main, then left on Bailey to our front door. 1301 TPY Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. GuadiChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. All offers with approved credit. See dealer for details. Lock number 24502-24664. Bubba, I'm thirsty. Well, maybe a Coke truck will turn over. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available, providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13-bay shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair. Get stacked two miles off 530 exit 34 in Whitehall. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at lionsdrug.com. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models, from transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, milk and cookies, lock and key, and of course... The Zone and the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Now, let's get into the show with Justin Akery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. All right, Brad is early because that's what he does. He'll be joining us from Brewski's here in a minute, so we'll chat with him. Appreciate him coming up. And, uh,. Did you already? Yep. Um, want to tell you about uh, you know Oakland. Obviously, we're going to be doing the podcast today, Oakland Game Day, and you can catch that on all of our regular podcast sites. Plus, it will air tonight on the Buzz and Buzz Two, and then again tomorrow morning at five thirty on the Buzz. So, if you are interested in all the latest lines, again, we got the Arkansas game today. Thirty-four and a half is the game line. Over/under set at fifty-seven point five, and so if you're interested, you can get that at the Oakland Sports app right now. They're also sponsoring our tailgate, so if you're at our tailgate, you can wager while you're there. If you set up your account and have your app rocking and rolling and ready to go, a lot going on at Oakland. There's some concerts coming up. They've got the uh, Pops Lounge rundown, and you know DJ Kramer is actually performing at um, our tailgate, and he's actually going to be hanging out at Oakland in the next month as well. So he'll be kind of spicing things up in an already fun environment down there. Some good concerts coming up in the event center too. Nitty Gritty Dirt Band's first up September 10th. Tickets on sale at oakland.com. And there are a few other shows that are already scheduled. Mainline Sports Bar is open, 90-plus TVs. And there are specials for food through the week. Great place to go and watch a ball game, regardless of what day of the week it is. So go by and see our friends at Hot Springs at Oakland. And Oakland Game Day again with all the games and some prop bets and things of that nature that we'll dig into a little bit later on today. Gets that tonight. We're back with Hour 3 after this. Adding the price of ribeyes per pound, the potatoes, salad, drinks, then the charcoal. What are you doing, Hope? And what's with the calculator? Oh, hey, Courtney. Trying to add up the cost of throwing a cookout. Why would you go through all of that when you could just go to the butcher shop instead? Wait, what? Now, that's a great idea because by the time I buy everything at the store, I could have just gone to the butcher shop instead and saved money. Not to mention.